Today on the Craft Room Podcast, let's talk about international shipping. This is episode 31. Welcome to the Craft Room Podcast. I'm your host, Dawn Lewis, professional crafter, craft teacher, and all-round craft enthusiast. This podcast will help you get great value from your craft supplies and perhaps help you discover new techniques, ideas, and products to take your crafting to the next level. There is so much craft to talk about, so let's dive right in. Hello, welcome to the Craft Room Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. It's been a while, but there's a reason for that. And part of it has to do with today's topic, and that is international shipping. So we've been in a pandemic. We're on our second year and, uh, you know, I thought things were looking up. Mail started moving faster. But then last month we had something happen that is affecting certainly us in Australia who are bringing things in from the USA. So around mid-October, USPS declared that some of their methods of shipping would be suspended. So they weren't going to offer all of their usual variants of shipping to Australia, as well as some other countries. This was fine. Mail kept moving. But about a week later, the word came and they had suspended all mail delivery to Australia. That meant parcels and letters. Now, this has affected the craft industry fairly significantly and it's affecting everybody who wants to send a care package from themselves in the US to their family in Australia, anyone who's making a purchase from overseas and especially if you had intended to make a purchase for Christmas. So I've noticed that this has become problematic for myself as a a craft retail store owner in that at least a half a dozen of my suppliers send mail to me via USPS. Other suppliers use different courier companies like UPS, DHL, FedEx. There are plenty of them. But this suspension of mail to Australia from the US has created a higher demand on these other services, courier services. Prices are going up and things are slowing down down somewhat but the bigger problem is the price is going up the reason these other companies can continue to deliver mail overseas is they have their own fleet they have their own trucks and their own planes so they're well organized to deliver mail overseas not relying on the methods that usps do i will admit i am not completely researched and up to speed on exactly how USPS works. As far as I can tell, it's the equivalent to Australia Post in America. The other methods of post have been coming through fine, but prices are going up. So for example, the way that I've noticed this the most uh, was has been in two places. The first was when I was actually at my packaging supplier a couple of weeks ago and they added a surcharge to my order. They were adding them to all customers' orders. It wasn't much, just $3, which really is a drop in the bucket. But I had heard the owner telling a customer who was in there just wrapping up her purchase before I made mine that the cost of a shipping container, and I don't know whether it's to rent it, to use it, to process it, but whatever used to cost $2,000 now costs $12,000. That is a 600% increase on the cost of bringing something in. And that's by sea, which is notoriously less expensive than by air. And most of my product, all of my product comes by air. So... Because there is such high demand right now 
everything is going up. A few of my suppliers have also mentioned that costs of products are going to be going up. I've been doing this for uh, about seven years. This is my seventh year running a a craft store. And uh, some of the stores I've been shopping with for five or six years, their prices haven't changed. The price of a six by four stamp set has remained the same in the entire time I've been with them. So this shipping problem is also creating an increase in costs way down the line. So the people who make the materials, wherever they get their raw ingredients from, they're having to pay more for shipping. Therefore, it's got to be factored into the ingredients. Therefore, it gets factored into the manufacturing and then it gets factored into the wholesale price, which then has to be factored into the retail price. And they're shipping at every stage of the process. And so it's just going up and up and up. The next time I really noticed this was a recent order that I placed with a company called The Rabbit Hole Designs. Previously, they've used USPS to ship their products to me, which has been really affordable. However, I had to make a decision. Was I going to be proactive or just wait? I have a lot of product that is um, with several suppliers that's paid for and it's just sitting there because they can't use their regular shipping for me. So I decided to be proactive. I contacted DHL, which is a private career company, and I opened a business account with them. I'm in the throes of getting my first order all sorted out and to be picked up, but I honestly have no idea how much that's going to cost me. But a couple of weeks ago, I actually emailed the Rabbit Hole Designs and I said, look, I know that you usually send to me via USPS. Is there any chance that you could use my account with DHL? I'll give you the details. You can put it through. And unfortunately, the answer came back that they couldn't use it. The DHL account that I have didn't work with their systems for their shop. It was a whole thing. And on top of that, they didn't have this very, very popular product that everybody wants that only they sell. Uh, So the rabbit hole design came out with this new embossing powder tool called the Cottontail embossing powder tool. Everyone's raving about it. Jennifer McGuire loves it. And if Jennifer loves it, everybody wants it. I did have some. They sold really quickly. I didn't anticipate their popularity. So I went to order more. They were sold out. I had to wait for more to come in. Then USPS suspended shipping to Australia. So there's been this back and forth. So I just said to my people, I actually on a live video that I was doing one evening, said to my customers, look, we're just going to have to wait. We're going to have to wait for commercial flights to start moving again so that the mail will start moving and hopefully the suspension will be lifted. But we're just going to have to wait probably till next year and to get our hands on these tools. However, Not more than two days later, I had another email from the Rabbit Hole Designs and they had actually integrated UPS into their shop. So I was able to have it shipped uh, that way. Now, I knew that it would cost a little more than usual. However, I was not prepared for the actual cost of it. So on a $350 order, I'm actually paying over $200 in shipping. But that is the choices that we have to make right now. Do we pay more to get the things that we want and need now? Or do we wait and wait and wait and wait and we don't know how long we'll be waiting? So that's where we are right now in the craft industry. Do we pay more for shipping or do we just wait for this suspension to be lifted and for mail to start flowing freely again? So 
I've paid it. Marianne from the Rabbit Hole Design was amazing and she actually um, paid a portion of the, the shipping and went me halves in it. I still paid over 200 in shipping, but it would have been a lot more. It would have been dollar for dollar shipping to product if she hadn't done that. So thanks, Marianne. But this is what it is. And we as shop owners, we, we have to make these decisions. Are we going to pay more? How much of that are we absorbing? I mean, we can't uh, sell things at a loss. That kind of defeats the purpose. Bills still have to be paid, but we don't want to overcharge our customers. It's a really fine line. Now, my customers have been nothing but spectacular and kind and thoughtful and encouraging and just all around amazing. You all are just incredible. However, I have a friend who works in regular retail. And even though it's a, it's a really lovely store that sells pretty things to what you would assume would be quite nice people, she's been really copying a whole lot of abuse out there in the brick and mortar retail space uh, from people who just, you know, they want to come into a shop and they, they don't want to check in, they don't want to wear a mask. It's been really rough for her. So I'm, I'm feeling pretty privileged really sitting here in my home, being able to sell online and not having to face doing all of that. And I think I'm also really lucky in that I work in a craft space and crafters are usually pretty amazing people, very kind and very patient. However, I did want to do this episode today because I find that knowledge is power and we can uh, know what to expect. And when you know what to expect because you understand what's happening, it really does help you stay calmer and be more understanding. It certainly does for me. I'm, I think I'm a nice person, but even I can have a really bad day and get a bit cranky sometimes understanding, knowing why something is happening or why something is the way it is, I find incredibly helpful. So I thought with my tiny bit of insider knowledge, I'd, I'd share that as my episode for this week. So what do we do? Like, here we are, we want these gorgeous things, these new releases are coming out, we see the gorgeous stuff. What do we do? How do we get our hands on it? What's affected? Well, as far as I can tell, for us here in Australia, it's really only USPS shipping from the US to here that is affected. I don't know of anywhere else that's affected. I've ordered from my supplier in the UK. That seems to be moving quite well. DHL is still moving at its perfect pace. FedEx is still moving at its regular pace. Uh, and UPS, it's still moving. It's a little slower, but it's still getting things here in a reasonable time. So I'm not, I'm not mad at that. I've ordered from Europe, just some personal online shopping, and that seems to be getting here pretty well. So it just seems to be those USPS things. So I have a few recommendations of ways that you can get your hands on those new crafting goods or make some decisions about what to do. So the very first thing is if you want to order direct from the company that has the goods, and perhaps that's your only option, if they are simply saying, no, we are not shipping to Australia, you're pretty limited in what you can do. If it's something that you really, really need, the options stand that there are some parcel forwarding companies that you can have things sent to like Hop Shop Go or is it Shop Hop Go? I can't remember, but it, they give you like an American PO box so you can have them sent there. They'll put your parcel all together and then they'll ship it to you. They're offering alternatives to USPS, but you are going to pay a lot for those shipping services. But if it's something that you need, that might be the way to go. Now, if it's a company that also has other retailers, so they sell to wholesale customers, for example, like uh, Gina K. 
So I actually found out about this whole USPS situation via Gina Kay's Facebook group. I wasn't a member at the time, but one of my customers sent me a screenshot of the announcement by USPS. So I got in there pronto. Gina knows what's happening. I'm going to find out. And um, she had actually suggested to Australian customers that she has retailers in Australia. There are people in Australia, shops like me. I wasn't a, a Gina K stockist at the time, but there were other shops where, you know, they, they would buy in bulk because that's what we do as retailers. We buy a lot of stuff. And so we can even that shipping, shipping out that we're paying with the private courier companies. And it's much more reasonable rather than someone who's only spending, say, 40 or $50. We're spending hundreds or thousands of dollars at a time. So the shipping comes out a lot more reasonable. So her top recommendation was go shop with these companies. Here are the Australian stores. And I think a couple of people must have mentioned me or recommended me, but not realizing I wasn't a Gina K stockist because I had unpacked some Gina K products with my Stamp Temba unboxing. If you don't know what Stamp Temba is, it's a, a month-long event held by Simon Says Stamp. I'm sure I've mentioned it before, and I will mention it in a future episode because I'm going to do a whole thing about group buys. But that's way too long to go into today. But someone had mentioned that I'd been unpacking some Gina K. It must have been Stamp Temper. And uh, her staff and her team must have noticed because I had an email the next day asking me if I would like to be a stockist. So I asked my customers if they'd be interested. It was a, an overwhelming yes. And I thought, well, I've always wanted to try Gina K Connect Glue. That's what Jennifer Maguire uses. So I filled in the paperwork. They were amazing. They helped me get it all set up and I placed my first order. It got here really quickly and it almost all sold out in the first day. I've put in another order. I'll be putting in another order soon, but I can get those large things. Now, I offer a pre-order service. So if a customer wants something in particular, I have a form on my website that they can fill out. And you can tell me what you'd like me to order in. I figure I'm ordering anyway from this company. If there's something you'd like in particular, I can throw that in my cart and get it for you. And you're only going to pay local mail and I can, you know, we're not going to have to worry about that. So check out the local retailers, perhaps a Google search for the brand that you're looking for in Australia and see if anybody stocks it here. If Google gives you no joy, get in touch with the company and ask them. Do you have any stores in Australia who who sell this, you know, any retailers here? And perhaps they can point you in the direction of some of their retailers. The next thing that we can do is shop your stash. I know this is the voice of reason here. This is more of a need situation than a want situation. But before you go nuts and spending a lot of money with very expensive shipping from the US, shop your stash. Go and have a look in your stash. Do you have a fabric that's the right color? Do you already have a stamp set that's got that sentiment in it that you want? Do you really need another Christmas stamp set? Do you have paint color that's near enough? Can you mix something that will work? Do you have a similar embroidery thread? Is there something you already have that's going to do the job just while we wait for this suspension to be lifted. So shop your own stash because you have great taste. You know the kind of stuff you like. So the chances of you already having something that will do the job are pretty high. The next suggestion is to look for an alternative. Let's say you are looking for this one particular thing. You know you're not going to be able to get it or you can't afford for that shipping. 
start looking around for alternatives. If you are in a Facebook group and you know lots of other people who are doing the same craft as you, ask them, say, hey, I want this thing, can't get my hands on it. Does anyone know something similar or does anyone know where I could get this? You might get lucky and someone might say, hey, I've got one. I'd be willing to sell that to you. I mean, jackpot right there. Looking for an alternative could be the way to go. A great resource when you are looking for that alternative is one of your local retailers. So I'm in the stamping business, right? So I sell a lot of stamps. And if you are looking for this one particular Simon Says Stamp stamp, because they don't sell to anybody else, you can only buy from them direct. If you're looking for this one particular stamp, but you just it's just way out of reach with the cost of shipping right now, and you usually shop with me or whoever you usually shop with, message them with a picture and go, hey, look, I was looking to get this. I'm not going to be able to do it. Do you have anything that's similar? Look for an alternative that's similar and uh, you might be able to find something local. And the last thing that I'm going to suggest, which is the worst, but, you know, sometimes it is what it is. Patience might just have to be exercised. You may need to bench that project. You might need to make some notes, you know, draw some sketches, bag all the things you've got, make a little kit and make yourself a note that you're just going to have to wait until you can get the thing that you need. It's it's a bummer. We don't like to think about it. But I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, you probably have another project on the go that you could do while you're waiting for that thing to arrive. This is for those want things, right? Not for the need things. But we might just have to be patient. Now, while we're being patient, there are lots of other things that we can do. We can finish an unfinished project. We can start a new project. That's always fun. Uh, we can learn something new. Head to YouTube, look at some tutorials and go, you know what? I've got these deco foils. How do I really use those? Like, how can I get my money's worth out of this product? Go on a deep dive. Go and find something that you can do and learn while you're waiting for the thing that you want. So I hope that this has been helpful in helping you understand maybe why prices on products are going up, why some items have been hard to get and why post is so unpredictable right now. I mean, we've been in pandemic postal conditions for almost two years. It's well over 18 months. This has been a really long time. And I know people like to bag Australia Post, but I've got to say in the last two years, only one thing I've sent has gone missing. And because it was insured, I could put in a claim and I was able to resend it to my customer. Things have been arriving quickly. Things have been arriving in good shape and things have been arriving, which is just magnificent. And given that we're coming into the Christmas season where it's going to be additional post on top of pandemic post, I do really think that they're doing a good job and um, I'm very grateful that we have a good postal service. So this is why things are the way they are. This is a temporary situation and we're just going to get through it. There's lots that we can do to distract ourselves and all of a sudden post will be flowing freely again and we can go back to our usual happy shopping and you know retail therapy and be happy, happy crafters. And the last thought I would like to leave you with is if we can't receive mail, let's start sending some mail. Maybe you can send some gorgeous little handmade gifts or tags or cards, or letters to family and friends, because honestly, presents are great, and shopping is fun, 
but a handmade card in the mail, a handwritten letter from someone who's thinking of you, a little trinket, a little handmade goodie, some earrings, a, a brooch, a, a little framed piece, a purse, a key ring, whatever it is that you make, when you send something made with love to someone else, oh, it really makes their day. And when you see that person that you love being happy, well, doesn't that just make you happy too? So let's start sending some happy mail to distract ourselves from the fact that we can't receive our happy mail. And before we know it, we'll be back to normal. Thanks so much for joining me in the craft room today. You can find links and other information about today's episode in the show notes. And if you enjoyed this episode, please consider sharing it with a friend or leaving a review on iTunes or Stitcher. I'd really appreciate that. I do hope you have a very crafty day and I will see you next time. Bye for now.